0: Welcome back to the Lancaster School District Podcast, School Buzz. The purpose of our podcast is to discuss relevant topics with individuals who work for the district, parents or students, or community members. The ideas expressed in this podcast are their own, not the official district-approved message. I'm your host, Rebecca Cooksey, and today I have with me Kim Porter, who is the principal of the Learning of the Leadership Academy. Hello. All right. So, community day schools started as a mandatory place where expelled students could go if they couldn't go to a regular school. And I know that you've made some real big differences instead of having it be a place where kids have to go to a place where kids could choose to go because they wanted to work on leadership. They wanted to work on, on um, their skills. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you made changes to this your program. Sure. Um, well, I've been in the
1: Lancaster School District now for... Uh, Wow, I'm on my sixth year in Lancaster School District and a little bit of experience at Paiute as assistant principal and then I was chosen to serve as principal of Crossroads Um, and this is my fourth year now at Crossroads and now the Leadership Academy. And so, um,
0: repeat the question. So tell me a little bit about yourself and um, some of the changes that you made to the school um, that will be positive for kids. Got it. So you heard a little bit about myself. Um,
1: So starting um, the last three years, I was learning a lot about what a community day school looks like and taking input from families and teachers and staff members, community members to see exactly what it is that would make the best Um, community day school for our school district. And so with that, um, my instructional leadership team came together and we developed a plan that would be um, one in which we would have the most supports for our students um, who have been um, up for expulsion or in lieu of expulsion or even referred because of some behavioral concerns. So at the Leadership Academy, um, the changes that we made were designed to meet students' social emotional needs as well as their academic needs. And we're doing this through a lot of innovative interventions and compassionate interactions. We develop learning plans for individual students. Those are built around targeted academic goals, behavioral interventions, and strong positive relationships with staff. And then the curriculum focuses on project-based learning, technology, and the development of the habits of mind. Uh, students in grades second through eighth develop critical life-changing skills, including taking personal responsibility, expressing themselves well, and making good decisions when problems arise.
0: So great. So your school serves kids from kindergarten all the way through eighth grade. We're second through eighth grade. Second through eighth grade, and so these are kids that are in a regular campus may have gotten into trouble or had a hard time dealing in a regular classroom, and they either they've been told they're coming to the learning ship. Leadership Academy, <laughs> or they've been placed there, right? Exactly, exactly. And what are some of the reasons that kids come to the Leadership Academy? What are some of the behaviors that you see that they most children exhibit?
1: So most of our students um, exhibit um, difficulties with physical aggression. Mm-hmm. Uh, our younger kids, our younger students, um, it's typically physical aggression, but we find that with the younger students, um, sometimes there might be... Um, undiagnosed, maybe mental health issues, Um, maybe they're on the autistic spectrum. Um, And on a comprehensive campus, sometimes it's really difficult with 800 students or more to be able to pinpoint what the need is with students. Um, Mm -hmm. With our upper grade students, like I said, we get a lot of um, 48, 900 violations. Most are physical aggression, but it could be um, students bringing things to school that they shouldn't, maybe there are threats to a school or other students. Um, So there are a number of different reasons. Mostly, though, they are Ed Code violations, 48900 violations.
0: Okay, and so not everybody knows what that means, 48900. So explain that to us. So
1: when we think about (laughs) um, Ed Code, there are certain things that students can be suspended for, and also things that students can be expelled for. So when we're looking at 48900 violations, we're looking at um, some of those things that on a comprehensive campus, for the most part, would be very unsafe and so those students w- might be referred to us, or put
0: up for expulsion. So one of the things you said was you have, one big part of your school is social-emotional learning. Explain what that means and, and how it's different than on a comprehensive campus. Um, every campus in the Lancaster School District does teach
1: a social-emotional, or teach social-emotional learning skills. Um, they use, we all use second-step curriculum. Um, At the Leadership Academy, we have designated times where our students are learning about how to get along well with others, how to um, have appropriate conversations, how to show respect, how to um, mitigate or handle conflicts. And so on our campus, we really make an attempt to employ the capturing kids' hearts model where every morning our students are involved in a morning meeting. So from 9.15 to 9.45 every morning is a time where we really touch base with our students and we um, learn about how their day went, how their evening was. We really try to connect with our students. But also during that time, we have our um, social emotional learning curriculum where our counselor or school psych goes into the classroom and they help teach lessons to students on any of those topics I spoke about before. But also at the end of the day, we launch our students as well with social-emotional learning. And so every classroom at the end of the day, there's a 30-minute time period where they really hone in and teach a lot of those skills um, that will help them to be successful, whether they
0: stay at the Leadership Academy or whether they transition over to a comprehensive campus. And I think that's really important. I remember as a classroom teacher, sometimes things would happen at home, and kids would come in volatile and angry, like, wait a minute. We want to get to math, but until you take care of that, you really can't teach anything exactly it's very very difficult um to um, move
1: forward when students are still perseverating or thinking about other things that happened previously um at home or even before they got out of the car right so it's really really important to start the day
0: that way as well as in the day in the okay. same way kim's not going to bang the table anymore. i've been banging on this table <laughs> <laughs> feels good our microphone picks up picks up everything um so tell me why you made changes to the program what was What did you see that that was there before that you thought could be improved? Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Crossroads, um, what we found is that um, through speaking with parents, staff members, and like I said, the community, we found that our campus um, is an Alt-Ed campus but it was functioning like a general education campus. And what I mean by that is, um, aside from our smaller class sizes and our um, small staff student ratios, um, we would um, get students in and they would come in at all times of the year. They would come in, but they would just go into the classroom. Um, we found that there was not a lot of, um, although there were you know, um, enrollment meetings and things like that that took place with families, it wasn't enough for us to make sure that our students were set up for success. Mm-hmm. Um, students would come in. Um, once classes were well-developed and, and um, functioning very well, we'd have a student who came in with his, own, his or her own set of um, difficulties, and it would just uh, throw the entire dynamic of the class into this frenzy. And so um, looking at that over the last three years, Um, again, our ILT, our instructional leadership team, got together and said, how can we take a lot of the feedback that we've been receiving and make our program an innovative new program that would address the needs that we're seeing? And we also see that there's a high rate of uh, absenteeism. Um, We have been doing a great job at reducing our chronic absenteeism, but there's still a high rate of, of student absences. And so the new program also addresses that. Um, just to talk about what the new program is, because yep. I'm sure that's the next question. Yes, that is the next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we're not just looking at a name change, we're looking at a full program change. And so within our program, looking at uh, leadership, we want to make sure that our students understand that coming to or being referred to a community day school is not a life sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, students would say, oh, I'm being dumped on this campus, oh, this campus is like prison. <laughs> and so we've heard it all. Um, and so changing the image of what that looks like as well as making sure that students understand that we are building them into students that are ready and that are uh, more capable of moving into um, high school, beyond, college and career, technology, um, and that they can do whatever they want to do. And so with that, um, that's where the Leadership Academy came from, where we are um, developing our students into, into leaders, and so within our program, um, we're looking at uh, four, or four programs, four distinct programs that serve, uh, serve different purposes. And so, um, we have this this multi-tiered comprehensive educational program. It's designed to meet the needs of the whole child. And so, um, it's focused on leadership and like I said, developing and strengthening those skills and instilling hope in them um, through engaging programs and relevant experiences. And so, um, all of the programs evolve around leadership, (laughs) and so I'll name the programs it, sometimes need a visual. It's kind of difficult with a yeah. podcast. <laughs> but I'll name the programs and then talk a little bit about what each program looks like. And so uh, the foundation of our program is our leadership development uh, program. Um, this is a multi-grade level program, grades 4 through 8, where new
0: students to the Leadership Academy start. Okay, so uh, with a kid is referred or transferred to your school, mm-hmm. they would start in this place, right. and they would have really concentrated information on how to be a good leader, how to control anger, those kind of things? Yeah,
1: so it's concentrated on all of those social emotional learning skills, but it's also concentrated on making sure that students, uh, that we understand who our students are and they understand who we are. And so students are um, assessing their, you know, we're learning where their academic levels are, Mm -hmm. we're doing individualized learning plans. We are, uh, the students are setting goals and these goals um, will be actionable, of course, as they move forward into the leadership program. Um, Students are learning how to be students At our campus, basically, right now, does Um,
0: every child at your school have a an individualized
1: learning plan? Every child is having one developed. Yes, great. So the first six weeks of school, every student is their leadership, or excuse me, their individual learning plans are being developed. Perfect. Um, As we move forward with this leadership development course, running on these six week, um, they run on six week modules. And so, all of those components are um, evident within those six-week modules. And students, for lack of a better way, promote into the leadership program. And so, the leadership program is our second program. It's uh, multi-grade level as well, second through eighth grade. Um, And in this program, students are just just, um, solidifying what it means to be a leader. And so, the social-emotional learning is not as intensive as leadership development, but it is the program where students are um, starting their day with their um, morning meeting. Um, within the day, we're looking at multi-tiered systems of support, not only with academics, but with behavior as well. Okay. And so students are, are tiered according to um, their ability. We use um, standards-based um, lessons and, and um data that helps us to decide where students will be placed as far as um, academic levels and then also we use data to decide what types of support students will need when it comes to to behavior Um, and so it's a very intensive program as well academically and these are our budding leaders these students are making their way
0: through so that they can become ambassadors okay now do you find that a lot of the kids that come to your school um, struggling academically is that something that is you see more often definitely um, a lot of our students are struggling
1: academically we do see students who are, are very very um, gifted not on paper but gifted mm-hmm. in their their academic abilities um, a lot of times though it's not you can't see it because the behavior overshadows the academic right progress and so with that, it's really important for us to know who our students are and to have lots of structure in the classroom. Um, it's, uh, classroom management is key because our students um, need that uh, consistency, they need the, the um, firm um, structure in the classroom. So that they can, you know, our our students don't like change. And so they need to know that it's going to be consistent when they walk in the door. Um,
0: Many of our students, the function of the behavior is the academic piece. Right. Um, And I I think as a teacher, I remember I would have kids that were struggling academically and so they would act out so they wouldn't have to do it, mm -hmm. so they would avoid it. And then you'd have those kids that were so bright that they were bored and they would act out because they were bored. You yes. know, so you have those, that, that spectrum that comes in your classroom sometimes. Definitely, definitely. Yesterday, uh, the, being at
1: the second week of school, but the first day of uh, students really being expected to fall in line with the academic program. It was a a tough day Uh because we had lots of students who were avoiding the task, and so that's one of the things that uh, the program also looks to address, Mm -hmm. small groupings within the classroom and our our tiers of support that we offer within the classroom.
0: Right, because they've been successful at avoiding academics by acting out, and now we're like, no, it's not Not going to work for you. It's not going to work. We we need you to learn. We've got to get you ready for high school, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not going to just give
1: up on you. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Also, part of our program this year that has changed is that we've gone to a a more inclusive model, full Mm -hmm. inclusion, where our special day class students um, are now included um, in the specialized instruction within the school day, and so our resource teacher and our resource paras are available to push into classes to further reduce that staff-student ratio. So that we can offer more of an intensive, again, behavioral and academic supports to students on more of a one-on-one model.
0: That's great. You went through two
1: levels of your leadership. Is there a third level? There is a third level. Um, The third level is our ambassador, our ambassador program. Um, Right now we have a seventh and eighth grade ambassador program, and, and next year we'll be adding on our sixth grade ambassador class. And so by next school year, our leadership ambassadors will be a middle school, six, seven, and eight. Um, Our ambassadors are pretty much our mentors of the campus. These are students who who have a firm grasp on what it means to be a mentor. And now they're modeling a lot of those um, leadership characteristics for students on campus it's uh, we don't separate our students, our ambassadors are on campus with our leadership program students because what we find is that they are models for the other students. Right. Um, I love giving examples and so last week there was um, we had our middle school students out at lunch and there was a a brewing conflict between two students and so as I was redirecting one of the students, two of the ambassador students came up and, and helped By rejecting and removing, helping to remove a student. And so what you see there is students are more likely to, although I am a a figure of authority, they're more (laughs) likely to respond to their peers. And so the peers move the students. I stepped aside a little bit, Mm -hmm. and the peers started to counsel the student who was struggling with the other student. And that not just happens, that's by design. Mm -hmm. Our our ambassador students learn techniques and ways that they can help mitigate um, or help to um, solve conflicts um,
0: with other students. So these are kids that used to be in trouble at another campus. And now they're leaders on your campus and, and positive role models and they've learned all these skills. That What a great success exactly. that is. Wow. Exactly. And so our students are really, really
1: moving forward and, and not only um, on our campus, um, our students are also pillars of the community. And so part of the ambassador program is, our, is having our ambassadors get go out into the community looking to see what types of real world problems they can solve from a local context. And so, um, using project-based learning and and universal design for learning um, techniques and uh, strategies, our students are really getting out there making a name for ourselves for
0: what the Leadership
1: Academy is all about.
0: That's great. Now, that's a lot of things that teachers have to learn that are are different because universal um, program design, um, project-based learning, those are very high-level teaching skills Mm -hmm. along with the the, the high-level social-emotional. So, what do you, have you done for staff to help them learn these, these things? We have ongoing professional development with our staff. Um, just at the
1: end of the 2018-2019 school year, our staff was, um, all of our staff came together for a week-long training where we spent a lot of time learning behavioral strategies and learning about what um, some of the triggers are for our students and how to de-escalate. Um, when it comes to behavior. Um, We also had time with our instructional coach and uh, Becky Wetzel Mm -hmm. um, who came and was able to um, really um, offer some professional development for our teachers so that they understand what it looks like in the classroom to offer these types of supports. Um, All of our teachers um, and our students throughout the day are on a very tight schedule. Um, Our master schedule is very tight with Um, enrichment and with um, academic expectations and so um, not only did they have the training that week, it's ongoing training within the school year to make sure that we are on track with our new program and making sure that it works. Embedded within our master schedule is time for us to walk through classrooms and so I walk through classrooms on a schedule. We don't take anything for granted. Uh Um, Our psychologist, our counselor, um, my instructional coach, we are all scheduled in walking through classrooms so that we can offer actionable feedback to teachers. Um, so it's an ongoing process. It's new, but uh, our teachers need to feel supported, our staff, our students, and everyone needs that support. So we're moving in the right direction to make sure they have it. That's great. And I
0: know you got some new staff members over there who are going to make a huge difference in your program. Yes. Of just really, really taking up that model and, and running with it. Yes. So what do you do for families? Because this is, you know, we can only do... One part of this, mm-hmm. families have to be involved in, in helping support their kids. What do we do for families of children that attend this school? When we um, ha-
1: enroll students, um, every student that is enrolled at the Leadership Academy, they all start with me. And our families, as well as our students, um, are uh, have kind of a crash course in what we're all about. Our families all understand that every quarter there is a two-hour mandatory I call it mandatory, it's mandatory, <laughs> but you know what I mean, <laughs> yep. mandatory um, volunteer time that, that that parents must do, because we really believe in the village working together mm-hmm. um, to help our students. Home-school connection is huge, and so our, our parents all understand that, and, and when we say two hours, we, we look at that two hours in a lot of ways, but very flexibly and that our, um, our parents can attend, of course, all of the family nights or any of the family nights, open house, back to school night, um, those types of things, but also being in contact with the teacher mm-hmm. um, to make sure that, um, you know, if we need the, the parent to come in for a 20-minute block, you know, to sit with the child or to offer assistance, that um, the parent knows and the teacher is very open to allowing that piece. Um, and our parents know that they are welcome at any time because we really believe and they're with us that that connection is huge. Um, the second piece is um, we've had an ongoing tradition of what we call family FaceTime. Family FaceTime is an opportunity for our parents to come in and just learn different topics. That are important for their children's success. Mm -hmm. Um, Our parents all know that um, these um, opportunities take place with our counselor. Um, We have such a huge amount of of success with our parents coming in. Um, I know I was at a comprehensive campus at Paiute, close to a thousand students, Mm -hmm. and I think we get more students more families at these FaceTime meetings than I did there at such a big school. Um, our parents love them. And so we have topics that range from um, cell phone and social media use mm-hmm. to suicide prevention, um, how to understand CAS scores, mm-hmm. um, all of those types of things. So our, our parents really, really love coming in for those uh, meetings. We also reach out to families weekly for our Monday Minute our Monday Minute is just an opportunity for our families to know what's going on on campus Mm -hmm. at all times. Um, We are moving into um, hiring a family ambassador, and then also we have a couple parents signed up for parent partners. Oh, great. So these are just opportunities to really have parents come in and learn about what we're all about, but then offer things to them and offer supports to them as well.
0: And I think that's nice, because if their children have been unsuccessful at other campuses, they probably feel like they're not welcome or they're you know, when I, when I'm going to school, my kids in trouble, and I don't feel good about that. But when they're being welcomed in and given some positive support, and and have the opportunity to volunteer at school or sit in classrooms, I think that makes them feel much more positive about the experience too, and and can help their children. Definitely, definitely.
1: I'd also like to talk a little bit about the going back to the program. Um, not only are we um, offering academic supports and behavioral supports, but we're really working on influencing the whole child and when I say the whole child there's so many more things that our students can be can do there are tons of modalities that aren't tapped in (laughs) traditional education because you know we're really focusing on test scores and and building up that part of our student Um, and so with that um, some of the enrichment that we offer for our students um, we have a multimedia lab where our students are learning 3D animation, and, and students rotate through the um, the multimedia lab. And um, uh, didn't last year you guys win an award for um, doing one of did. your stories? We did. We yes. did. So our our leadership ambassador class last year we only had a seventh grade class. Last year they presented a um, a video and won the character award, which was um, they were first runner up, which was a a great. And this was, a national, was national a national award. So, yes.
0: Yeah. Fabulous.
1: So, that was really great for the students. And that's using that 3D animation program. And all of our students have access to that. Um, within our library, we have maker spaces. Um, all of our teachers are TEAL trained, which is Technology Enhanced Arts for Learning. And so, um, all of our teachers are required and I use the word required, but <laughs> they are required to produce at least one um TL inspired project per quarter and right. getting ready for our academic fair and art show, um, formerly known as Open House. <laughs> so 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 we're really big on that. Um, and we, we have music. Our students are learning guitar this year. Oh, wonderful. And so um, that's a great opportunity for them. And moving into our middle school, all of our middle school students are offered an elective, which has really helped to you know just boost the idea that we're no longer just this dumping ground for students. Exactly. We are an actual school. And we're a school that's meeting the needs of our students. And these needs are, are different. They might be different than other comprehensive campuses. But, but we are meeting the needs of our students in our comprehensive campus.
0: And making issue. sure that we don't have students that are throwaway kids because exactly. there aren't any throwaway kids. We need to make sure if this kid needs a little bit more support, then we give that child that support because we need them all to be successful. Definitely, definitely. Our students
1: are at Promise. So I like they have, that. <laughs> instead of at risk, they are at promise students, and so we're striving for the best for them.
0: Now, can a parent elect to send a child to this school, or is it they have to be under uh, expulsion? At this point, stu- uh, parents are not
1: electing to send their students to the Leadership Academy, although it's one of my future goals mm-hmm. um, for, for families to be able to elect. Um, but we are still a, a school where families are referred through the SST process. Or through expulsion or in lieu of expulsion. Um, I do have families, though, that will call and say, how do I get my child into your school? And so I know that the need is there for our families, uh, but it's a work in progress. We're moving, you know, going slow to go fast, I guess. (laughs) And um, I do recommend that the parents go back to the school site and talk to their admin so that, you know, they can start the SST process if that is a need for that student.
0: Right. I know last year your kids did a um, board presentation that was so well-received. The board members were so happy to see your kids there. They
1: did. They did. Last year we piloted our seventh grade Leadership Academy class. And at the start, you know, we had students from all middle schools. We even had students from Crossroads who were referred to that Leadership Academy. And from day one to that board presentation that took place, I want to say, in April, there was tremendous growth. Our students spoke very well, they were very eloquent. Yes, they were. Um, and they were very proud of themselves, and so was the village that came to see them.
0: Yes, and so good. were the board members and, and cabinet, because it was just so nice to see these kids in a positive light, mm-hmm. doing being leaders in the community and doing their presentation for the staff. It was, it was wonderful. Yeah, it was an awesome sight. All right, well, thank you, Kim, for coming in. Uh, Our community shout-out is to the Lancaster City Library. They're part of the LA County Library System. You can get a library card for free, and they have access to books, to online materials. You can learn a new language, you can learn technology, all that free at the library. So if you don't have a library card, you need to check that out. So where can you find this podcast? You can find it on Sprecher, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Uh, If you go to the district website, you can find out how to subscribe to it. Our next podcast will be on school safety with Jenny Sampson, and she'll be coming in soon to talk about that. As you tune out, please listen to our kids at Sierra singing Simple Truths under the direction of Kelly Stock.